Hola, it's Capacho with the Weekly Pele Report. This one is for July 6th of 2022. And right now the moon is in Libra, opposing Jupiter and squaring the sun, coming into a trine with Pluto. And I have just made it across the Atlantic over here to Spain. <laughs> and... I'm on my way back from the airport, and this is uh, as back to nature as I'm going to be able to get today, but it is very beautiful here, and it's very social, so we may hear some other folks coming around, and this moon is moving from Libra, that social sign of Libra, with Venus over there in Gemini. We've got both the uh, moon and Venus in air signs. Communicating, friends, connecting. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. There's a certain youthful quality to everything. With that Venus moving through Gemini, the Puella Eternus, the eternal youth. Absolutely. We have that Gemini energy with the Sun and Mercury both going through Cancer, meeting up, of course, with Black Moon Lilith. Black Moon Lilith is doing a little dance with that sun uh, back and forth and Mercury also coming up here. And uh, as things move on, uh, you know, Moon goes into Scorpio. Intense, a little deepening of energy going on here. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. She moves through Scorpio. You know, after she opposes Chiron, she trines Venus and Saturn, squares Pluto. And by Friday, the sun squares Chiron. So we've had this T-square of moon, square, sun, opposite Chiron. You can see it in that chart at the beginning of the report. The other thing that's happening then is Mercury is in square to Jupiter. So that's going in from, again, Cancer, Cancer, Cancer. Lots of water going on this weekend here. And that square is over to Jupiter up there in Aries. Um, the only, the, I mean, I want to talk about so much today, but, uh, yeah, the, the sun is, you know, going to be, uh, coming into a sextile with Uranus and Mercury in square to Chiron, Venus trining Saturn by next Tuesday. So the full moon will be in Capricorn the, the, the moon does go into Capricorn on Tuesday. We're going to have that full moon next Wednesday. But um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the bigger picture of things going on and why you may be feeling a little intense feelings these days. <laughs> All right, well, that could be the song for today. You may be right. I may be crazy. Uh, it's I forget the name of it. It's by Billy Joel. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, this could be a crazy Pele report, but uh, that's okay. That's okay. That's all right to be crazy once in a while. Not everything is linear, logical, rational, explainable, justifiable. Let's look at it. Let's go way, 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 way back. I've been really thinking about these things because we are in a big transition. This is, you know, not only the end of Kali Yuga, Yes, uh, uh, thousands of years age, entering into the Dwapara Yuga, 
Longer than that, we have been in the patriarchy. 6,500 B.C. was the fall of the matriarchy where we lived in harmony and peace with the earth, with our bodies, with Mother Nature. And there's been a lot going on since then, since the patriarchs came in, since the male energy came in, and since our thousands of years of socio-cultural, religious conditioning, societies, religions, teachers, parents, nuclear family from tribes and clans. We've gotten, you know, more and more confined, refined. We've stepped back away from nature. We're now coming into this age of Aquarius emerging out of a 2,000-year age of Pisces, the sign of the victim. And a lot of this is releasing victim consciousness. We are birthing a new age. It takes a lot of time. And not only that, but we have this wellspring of the past, this wellspring of the collective unconscious, of what we have been burying, suppressing, denying and fearing for generations upon generations upon generations. And let's face it, what we suppress becomes distorted. And we have distorted parents having children, having grandchildren, having great-grandchildren. And the distortions and the suppression continues and goes on down through our DNA, down through the gene stream, down through the hereditary stream. In astrology, that's ruled by Cancer and Capricorn. The Cancer-Capricorn axis has to do with this hereditary stream. And so here we are with the sun. Black Moon Lilith rules the shadow. The shadow is the result of what we fear, suppress, deny, and avoid. It turns into shadow and it doesn't disappear. It doesn't go away. It merges with the collective unconscious. Our personal unconscious combines with the collective unconscious. And it turns into a tico, which I'm going to get into a little later. But today I just really want to talk about, you know, and particularly with the moon now moving through Scorpio. We see that we are so at, at the, the convergence Okay, you know, the Kali Yugas, okay, the page, end of patriarchy, the end of the age of Pisces, beginning of Aquarius, the end of a 4,000-year Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto cycle, okay, just happened in 2020. So we're just, you know, we're, it's one cycle upon cycle upon cycle upon cycle. And what it's doing is it's purging us, it's clearing, it's cleansing we are being baptized. We are being cleansed. We are, it's time to wash away the shame and the guilt that has been bred into us over these last few thousand years and many generations and many different cultural religions. And so we may be feeling this is a time when, you know, the feelings come up, and this is what the mantra is about today. 
It's using our feelings as guidance. And just con consider, consider the masculine patriarchal principle as being air and fire in astrology. It's clear, it's objective, it's logical, it's rational. And it's gotten us into what? It's gotten us into science, science. And I attribute it really to the beginning. The beginnings of it was really around Sir Francis Bacon in the 16th century. Really came in with the scientific method. And this scientific method is a very left brain, ego, materialistic approach towards life, towards power, towards force. It is, and it has to do with replicating and duplicating. It's, it's, it's removing the soul. It's removing the water. It's removing the feminine. It's removing the Gaia. The Kundalini life force is getting squeezed out. It's like, it's like humanity has been like a wet towel getting squeezed out. <laughs> For these past few thousand years, man. I think you know what I'm talking about. It's getting more abstract and less human. And cancer is the sign, I think, you know, is the as the most human. It's the human experience. Cancer has one human experience after another. One emotional experience after another. One feeling after another. And so it's time, you know, because what happens is what we don't process, what we don't acknowledge, what we don't own, what we, what we really don't work on turns into shadow and gets projected. And then we get to be the victim. Then we get to blame some external force, source, people, council, government, whatever, and society, pharmaceutical companies, the drugs, the guns. We can blame, 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 blame. But it is really this time period now. And it will pass. It's a question of how much damage is done before it passes. And that depends upon how many people wake up to the process that we're being called to go through right now. And so this week I really want to talk about particularly Mars the sword, the masculine quality, has moved into Taurus, this feminine earth sign. And the sun and Mercury and Lilith moving through Cancer, while Venus dances lightly through the airy sign of Gemini and allows us to talk about all of this that may otherwise be unspeakable. And let's not forget, of course, Mars is approaching the north node of the moon. It is approaching Uranus. The first week of August, we will have a Mars-Uranus north node conjunction, okay, in, so, in Taurus. So this week now, the moon is actually coming around to Scorpio. The south node of the moon in Scorpio, the sign of death, release, letting go of the old and alchemically transforming, resurrecting into something new. 
So when we look at this, I'm, I want to I want to read to you a little uh, something from another book I was checking out on the plane uh, last night instead of sleeping. <laughs> Here it is. Iron John by Robert Bly. It's a very powerful book. It does say that it is a book about men, um, but it's it's about life. And it has a lot to say about a lot of different things, right? Got my plane ticket here. It's my bookmarker. <laughs> but here. Shame can come in many, from many sources, from parents who deliberately shame us in order to make us more controllable, from addicted parents who shame us as a side effect of their own addiction, or from peers who shame us to get rid of some of their shame. Asking a parent for a response and not receiving it is cause enough for shame. We can ingest a shame-bound parent and receive shame by inheritance. Every invasion, whether sexual abuse or physical abuse, produces in five minutes shame that lasts for 30 years. Simply making up a false personality to please our parents can generate shame for a lifetime. The shaming we receive from irritable school teachers, manic Catholic priests, or our own internalized perfectionist increases the store of shame that gets poured into our hollow leg. And each drop of shame increases our commitment to isolation. We attend secret meetings of apology, submission, resentment, and collaboration. You see, we are all born into it from our family conditioning that has come from social conditioning, that has come from religious conditioning. You should be ashamed of yourself. And this shame is a burden that we carry with us and it weakens us. It weakens our confidence. It weakens our ability to individualize. And Carl Jung talks about this, about becoming distinguished and distinct. We are each distinct. This age of Aquarius is all about unity in diversity, diversity. A diverse group of people that are individualized and distinct, each in their own unique way. We're coming into this, and in order to come into this, in order to stand out, in order to stand up, in order to stand strong, we need to cut with Mars through the emotional cords of childhood. This is the action from moving from the child to the adult, to becoming firm in our truth and in ourself is to feel these emotions and not 
you know, let these, let these feelings teach us. Let us open up to what happened in our past and what we have buried, what we have just refused to believe, acknowledge, sense, feel, because it hurts. And it makes us feel like a victim and, and we could fall into self-pity and there's all kinds of traps. So this is this time period. The moon is waxing, 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 waxing to full, right? From the new moon to the full moon, the life force, the juice, the kundalini, the energy is building, building, building. It's coming up <clears throat> and like a fountain, like a water fountain, like a, like a spring exploding in our brains, <laughs> especially with mercury and cancer, you know. It's time to think, reflect. What this requires is stillness. Shh. My favorite mantra. Shh. Turn off the machines, turn off the lights, turn off the sounds, turn off the music, turn off the screens, turn it all off. We need to sit with ourselves to allow these slow, deep feelings to come up into consciousness so that we can reflect on them and then whoosh, let them sail, let them go down the canal, down the stream, out to the great mother ocean and let go of being a victim. Let go of feeling sorry for ourselves. Cut these emotional cords and release them and open into the strength into the beauty of the unique individual soul that you are, that each one of us is. And this is a big process. This is going to deconstruct when enough people own their shadow and stop projecting it. The mass formation, this whole mass psychosis is just based, you know, this is turning ourselves inside out. And when we cleanse ourselves of our shadow, we will not be turning ourselves inside out into a great big mess because we will be light beings. And this is a portal time period now from July 4th to the 7th. This is a very powerful time of downloading, of, of, of receiving. So really tap into this. is a, It's such a great time. And, and after the moon moves through Scorpio, goes up into Aquarius. Fire. A higher meaning. A purpose to our existence. A purpose to our life. There is a purpose. There is a meaning to all the madness. <laughs> I mean, and this is just like, this is a huge birth canal that we, you know, we need to really push our way through. And for that, we need all the confidence that we can muster. 
and to get all the confidence that we can muster, we've got to let go of all the shame, of all the guilt, of all that we've done. We are human. Humans make mistakes. Kids grow up. The main purpose of human life is evolution. Evolution is self-knowledge. As long as you are a bit by bit, little by little, day by day, becoming more self-aware, you are fulfilling your purpose. Boom. Done. Check. <laughs> Take it easy. Take a chill pill. You screwed up. You messed up. You made mistakes. You hurt people. You hurt yourself. You the list can go on and on. I've got a long one myself. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> so it is. It is the situation. Compassion is not only the way of the Buddha, but it is the way of the heart. And the way of the heart, the way of the water, the way of cancer, the way of the feminine, is to accept and allow and feel and let go. And a whole new dawn will rise. Ow! Yeah, baby. So, I'd rather use my feelings to inform and direct my thoughts than use my mind to control and suppress my emotions as I have been taught. <laughs> I think you know what I'm talking about. If you went to school, <laughs> you control yourself, young man, young lady. You sit down in that chair until that bell rings and da 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 I mean, we've had so much. Wow. <laughs> no wonder they're unschooling the kids these days. <laughs> Let me get it one more time, man. Oh, yeah. I'd rather use my feelings to inform and guide my thoughts. So the feelings come up and, oh yeah, it's like, yes, I should think about that. Instead of, instead of like, oh, I've, I've got to think about this and think about this, I don't have time to feel and, and ignore that feeling and ignore that sensation and ignore that, you know, the, the body and the feeling of, blah, because I'm too busy analyzing, categorizing, and computing. No, 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 no. Close that off for a little while. Take a break. Take a break. Go into stillness and let the feelings emerge and let the feelings inform the thoughts and guide those thoughts into memories and let those memories guide you into further feelings and uncover the onion skins, the layers and layers and get down, get down into the core root of yourself. Evolutionary astrology is based upon that we evolve through our emotions. 
You can think whatever you want. We have lots of ideals. We have lots of delusions. <laughs> we have lots of fantasies. But if you want to evolve, you're going to evolve through your feelings. So we got to feel these feelings. <laughs> One more time, man. <laughs> oh, God. I'd rather use my feelings to inform and guide my thoughts than use my mind to control and suppress my emotions as I have been taught. So this is a week. Mars slowly moving through Taurus, slowing us down. Yeah. Venus thinking in Gemini about the feminine heart energy and the sun cancer Lilith with Mercury there. This is, you know what I'm talking about. And we will be coming up to a very serious, sober full moon in Capricorn near Pluto next week. But I'll let you look forward to hearing about that when it comes. Namaste. Aloha. So much love.